president of the United States. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Colin. We finished recapping the entire season of Drag Race Holland. <laughs> I'm clutching my iPhone headphones and brushing my hair back right now. I have one, I have one hip cocked a bit out. And I am on top of the fucking world. <laughs> Mary, can we... Okay, so obviously there is a winner to celebrate today on yes. All Right, Mary... And the winner is Kamala Harris. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And Champ Biden. There's two of them. Oh, and Champ, and Champ. And Champ. Not to discount, you know, Champ. Champ, because I think Champ is actually the the younger of the two Biden dogs and is the first rescue dog in the White House. You're you're getting them confused. So Champ is the one that has been in the White House since 2008, right? Or was, you know, adopted then. Major. Major is the uh, rescue shepherd. Ah, uh, well, either or. Uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, whatever. They're both in the house. They're both not pooping in the Oval Office. Oh, yeah. God, who let the dogs out, right, Mary? <laughs> yeah. You mean the Trumps? Yeah. <laughs> I know you hate that song. Um, I do. As do I. Uh, although I love it when Celine Dion sings it. Oh, I love it when Celine Dion does anything. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, we have a, a, a bunch of winners to celebrate this episode. Uh, and also, obviously, the winner of Drag Race Holland, Envy Peru. We did it. We did it, Colin. We finished recapping the entire uh, season of Drag Race Holland. Um, yes. In <laughs> uh, fact, but... we finished recapping the entire 2020 marathon of <laughs> Drag Race. Yes, yes. It's interesting that we're ending our Drag Race season on the same day as we're ending the election season. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just very interesting to me. Well, I feel uh, like in some ways it's like Drag Race season 12 started right mm-hmm. when I think COVID was popping, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we've I feel like these past four seasons of Drag Race have spanned a very significant uh, time in America. I mean... Oh, yeah. Sherry you know? Pie, right? Oh, like was... we were so naive back in the yeah. day when Sherry Pie was was news at all. Now I'm like, when that was years ago. Is... Ugh. Years ago. Years and ago. Then, and and Jeffrey Boyer Chapman getting canceled. Jim Jennifer Mo. Bowers. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you know, uh, the, the India Farah Alexis Mateo drama. Oh the... my god. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I mean, right. I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that just right, feels... Right. I, I feel like everything everything before yesterday feels like a different chapter. Yes. And you know what? I, I There are many losing parties, you know, besides the Trumps in this whole kind of drag race slew. You know, one of them being Jada, who I think is... You know, it just kind of sucks that everything kind of got stepped on after her and, win. It's a tough season to to be the reigning queen of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, there were three seasons of Drag Race and then one imminent one uh, for a new a new crop of girls. So it's like, oh, shit. Uh, and no tour, you know? No tour. No, no drag right. con. Right, right, right. right. Uh, and you, yeah. know, you think about Shea Coulee as well. Like, I know Shea Coulee, like, got a lot of... 
you know, applauding and, and whatnot, and a lot of relief, and it was in a, a really, really great moment of time, and then, you know, there's still no tour, there's, you know, so it, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting, so this, this kind of bow on top with Envy Peru, ending things uh, from Brazil, right? Uh, from Peru. From Peru, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Context <laughs> clues, you know. <laughs> Envy, Envy Peru Brazil. from Brazil. <laughs> Envy Brazil. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it, and it just, it kind of all works in a way, but I do, before we, you know, jump into the episode and, and, and introducing anything, I do want to discuss this clip of the week, Mary. This is... Nuanced as fuck. <laughs> it's such a it. It's the perfect example of a micro moment. You know, I mm -hmm. clean out on like micro moments and then the details of like just this little five second thing where a Eight. thousand things happen. Eight. Yeah. Thing. I'm just saying, like in general, a micro moment is like a tiny moment in a scene where a mm -hmm. bunch of things happen. And Ugh. this was like quintessential. I thought, oh, Kamala. My my nuanced queen, you know. Oh my um, God, Kamala Harris, nuanced queen, like the victory, the sheer victory. Yeah. First of all, like first woman, first black woman, first biracial woman, first Asian woman, like so many of these kind of groundbreaking things, mm -hmm. and we get to see this moment where she's wearing those sunglasses. Let's just talk about the scene, okay? Mm -hmm. She's wearing those sunglasses. You know that her campaign was like. Kamala, we need to we need to get a clip of you congratulating you know Joe Biden. We and she's like okay, she's on a walk, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, my my feeling was like she was going out for a run. It's like I got to work yeah. off some stress. I got to right. work off this nervous energy. And then obviously she's got people with her while she's running. And someone was like Senator Harris, Senator Harris. They've called Pennsylvania. Let's call Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay, let me take out my headphones. So yeah. She takes out her headphones, even though you her can running make, playlist. Well, I was gonna say you can you can make phone calls while wearing headphones these days, but that's why I thought that was so interesting that she chose to hold the phone and then in the other hand she was holding her uh, headphones. And obviously, mm -hmm. her she wasn't ready for this moment because her hair was still kind of like in running mode, where mm -hmm. she to the point where she had to hold her hair back because it was kind of in her face. Ah, so there was yes. So we we kind of catch her off guard. She has the hip cocked. You know, he picks up the phone. Who knows if he's even on the other line? <laughs> I don't even. I I don't need him to be on the other line. I just I'm not even thinking about. I'm that. not even. Right. I didn't. I was like, oh, she dialed. Oh. <laughs> I none of this was about that. Yeah. Oh God. And then okay, so 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 yeah, so okay, so physicalities first and then we can talk about the voice. So so she she's holding talk talk to talk me through the hair swipe with the headphones. Oh, it's you know, it's the it's I we cause we texted about this yesterday and I said I said this to me. On like a, you know, on a grander scale, but this is like Alexis Mateo scratching her fingernail in All Stars Five and saying it's crazy, right? Mm. It's this like little mundane everyday gesture that you could see any other person doing, yes. of like clutching their headphones and pushing their hair back. It's so human, and yet it's this incredibly mundane human action, complementing this huge announcement, this incredible moment, and I. I love that juxtaposition that she is like she's like a woman at Shoprite taking a call in the dairy section. You know, yes, yes. This is Sarah. This I is mean Sarah. Yeah, 
And that's what that's what I want. I want that moment. And I think it's like even more so after four years of the Trumps, I want someone who feels this real. I want a yeah. moment that feels this real of like, yeah, you're not seeing Ivanka doing this. You're not seeing Michael Pence doing this or any of those other assholes, you know, in the White House right, right now. Right. But Right. They're not capturing these types of moments. And yeah. what I think is also interesting about that, and, you know, I may get ridiculed for saying this, but, like, this was a staged moment, right? This wasn't, of course it was. Yeah, right. All and that's also is. why I love it, because it was like, nope, we're just going to go with this. I'm wearing my Nike, uh, you know, over, over shirt, and I got my glasses, and then here are my uh, Apple headphones and and we're just going with it and she she kept it so and so to your point about like the mundaneness of these headphones still in her hand and touching her hair that it it, it becomes icon an iconic movement mm-hmm. that was so not before <laughs> oh yeah i i want this to be I want this to be one of those, like a meme where like you you see this image all the time. Like, you know, those memes of like Hillary and Obama talking, like there's Hillary on the yes. Air Force One checking her yes. phone. I want there to be one of like some, it's like, I want this to be Kamala's frame in that meme is her mm. on this call about <laughs> to deliver this great news. And you know, and I'll, and I'll say this just because it, staged in that, yes, let's capture this moment on film. I I'm I will accept the idea that she, that Joe didn't know until she made this phone call, but they decided to film her making the phone call. Right, right. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And, and all of it is suspension of disbelief. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make the moment less iconic or important to yeah. know what all of the details of the performance and the theatrics were. It's and he still, may have already known this was just them finally yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Right, I love right. the narrative that somehow Kamala Harris on her morning run knew before Joe Biden yeah. that he won. Right, but, right, uh, right. But, and, and that's just one narrative that you could make up with this eight-second clip, okay? Yeah. I mean, it's just eight seconds that is telling the story. You have the, the, the truck in the background driving by of the, you know, the Secret Service or whatever. Like, uh, I don't even know if that's Secret Service or not. Is that just bodyguards? Anyway. Probably, I think at this level, it's probably just, yeah, like, you know whatever security protection i don't know if it's officially yeah. secret service well, it's yeah, US, yeah. u.s senator you know protection or whatever yeah reporters um, yeah <laughs> yeah reporters uh, um all of them um <laughs> i don't know all of them so uh all of them all I of them the I, v don't know. In that. Ugh, I love the v all of them all of um it's so, from game uh, change folks because <laughs> anyone's like what are you talking about this is game change references so so she so okay, so yeah, so okay, so we've talked about kind of this physicality. The I I picture the this look going down in kind of like a line drawing, that I see kind of an imprint of her with the headphones holding her hair back while mm-hmm. on the phone with the other hand. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I see is like what's gonna go. On, that's like, the moment. Yes, on the walls. moment. Yes, yeah. yes. That's the that's moment. The moment. Absolutely. That's the moment. If right. you don't capture the hand clutching the headphones, pushing the hair, then you've missed all of it. You've you've actually yes. missed the entire moment. It has it has less to do with them saying, Joe, you won, and more to do with I'm holding my headphones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. I have a fly away that I need to push away. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm cocking my my hip. You know, yeah. like yeah. the These, hip cock. This is where uh, the story is. Yeah. Oh, the hip cocked, girl. I just... 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, and that brings me to kind of like the voice and the inflection, because in, in many ways it sounds almost like she's doing a line reading, because you don't say, we did it, we did it, Joe, right? There's this, ba-da-da-ba-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. I don't, you, you would say, we did it, we did it, Joe, you know, but she chose this other way to say it. We did it, we did it, Joe. I... I, I could that could literally be on a loop for ten yeah. minutes. <laughs> it, well, it, it's and she sort of says it in this knowing way. It's like she knows he knows, yeah. and now it's like that thing of when the other person knows the good news, but now we get to like swim in the energy of it together, you know. And so I feel like that's where it comes from. Is like she doesn't even need to confirm anything to him. It's like oh, we did it, we did it, Joe. It's like it, it's looking. It's kind of reflecting on what they already mm. both know. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. There is that. Right. In that tone. In the mm-hmm. ba da da ba da da da. I yeah. get that. And I feel like it might have been. Come on. We need you to say his name. We need to know who, who you're talking to. Right. Right. So, so at she this said point, we it's... did it, and then she's like, "Oh fuck! I need to say Joe. We yeah. did it. We did it, Joe. Joe." <laughs> <laughs> We'll edit can it into in. Sorry. Yeah. We'll edit it in post. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I call you Joe? Can um, I call you Joe? Uh, we did it. We did it, Joe. Uh, and then there's this the third line, which is you're going to be the next president of the United States. Uh, well, in that it's like she's almost it's as if she's talking to like her kid who's like who got into like I don't know some competition or who won mm. something. There's this sort of like sweetness about it like you, you you're gonna be the next president of the united states like there's i don't know there's something there's something sort of um and pr- pr- <laughs> proud aunt proud mom about it yeah that, you right, know right um kamala's mom energy her big mom energy comes mm, through you know? you're gonna be the next president of the united states and it's it, these are huge it's a huge sentence yeah that is a, a gigantic sentence yes Clutching Ugh. the headphones, <laughs> cocking. You're gonna be the, the next president of the United States. It, the 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 cadence and the 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 rhythm and where the pitch goes. It's I I am eating it all day. <laughs> and then that laugh is like sliding oh. into a warm jacuzzi. It's like it oh. is years of stress melting. Yes. Out of like, you, we did it. I can finally say it. And that laugh was like, oh, we all know what this laugh means. You know? Oh, Mary, there were volumes yeah. said in that laugh. Not only is that laugh kind of cathartic and, and joyful and gleeful, but there's this like edge of petty. Uh-huh. 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 Like, Nina Bonina Brown at the reunion. I'm yeah. nodding and I'm pointing. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. We got is. him out. You we know got him I'm out. We, not only are you the president, we got that asshole out. We yeah. won. We got Pennsylvania. He was wrong. Right. We did it. What they we did, did it. Right. is what so much did, more. Yeah, mm-hmm. so much more than becoming the next president of the United States. What we did, we did it. What It, right? It. It. Yeah. She's, we did it, we did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. And then the laugh explains also what it yes. is. Yes. <laughs> the laugh is also watching that asshole have to pack his bags and leave the White House. Yeah. Exactly, it's... exactly. And the aesthetic of this person who, you know, on her campaign, who runs her Twitter, um, to cut mid laugh. I is, know. Is, 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 it's, it's, it's perfection. 
Yeah, it it makes you just want to play the clip again. Like it's just, oh. it's just enough and not enough to keep. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, I need another dose of this. It's so. Oh my god. I mean, obviously, we've now spent you know sixteen minutes discussing an eight second clip. I cannot imagine the, how many people have just fast forwarded their brains out because they're like, none of this is about Drag Race Holland. One star on iTunes. Um, but I, I, I but I don't care. We're talking about queens. We're queening out on queens. Yeah, and it's like, Mary, if Drag Race Holland is more important to you than Kamala Harris and Joe Biden winning the presidency, then you're listening to the wrong fucking podcast, um, is my answer. Yeah, or fast forward. You have so much autonomy. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, uh, I, Uh, I'm admittedly, like, I'm, I'm happy for Joe Biden. I'm, I'm thrilled for Dr. Jill Biden. Major oh, and Dr. Champ, Doctor oh Jill, Doctor Champ, Champ. You know, like I know this is not as important, but oh, Hunter Biden is a oh, looker. Mary, I'm happy to have him in Mary, the house. That is that is an only Mary's discussion. I oh my god! To talk about my conflicted feelings on that 50 year old man. Oh, Hunter. I mean, to say nothing of a young Joe. Like Jesus. Like the, oh my god. It is. <laughs> It is not, I cannot handle how much. Mary, Mary, I, uh, I, 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 that I can't even talk about, right? Yeah. In the words of Emily from Devil Wears Prada. Like, yeah, that I can't even talk about. <laughs> but like, to say nothing of of Doug, oh, of Miss, of Mr. Kamala Harris. Oh my God! And oh. Doug's supportive husband slash big dick energy. Oh my God! But second I, gentleman. Second oh, gentleman. I mean, that's the name of a podcast, Mary. Second I just. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love. I want it to be a TV show like oh, Veep, second, but I want it to be yes. Second Gentleman. Right. Second Gentleman. Uh. Oh God! And he's that gorgeous hunk of a man. I yeah. mean, what a now, beautiful couple. Oh, oh God. right. Now my question is, and I don't is in terms of the presidency, vice presidency, in terms of that, the, those two couples, is Doug the first Jew in the White House? Yes. Is he the first? Nobody's talking about that. I yes, they like, are. People are, are they? About it. No just one's talking. No one's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Twitter search right now. No, I'm not like uproared about it. I'm just like, oh, this is another he's first. Not, I mean, I will say this: he's not technically the first Jew in the White House because Jared Kushner is Jewish. Oh, but he doesn't. He's he's <laughs> no, no. He's he's not. Uh, I will not accept that. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, in this, in this, he t- is, though. but I know he, he is. Oh, yeah, I know he's Jewish. But I mean, like in this vice presidency or presidency in those couples, the answer is the answer is yes. I believe first. Oh, so I, it's just, I just it's love a that. huge moment for for representation, absolutely, um, which relates very heavily to Drag Race Holland. And I wonder if you want to just br- briefly talk about Drag Race Holland and, and the finale. Uh, and then, you know, if there's some time left over, we can certainly return back to this this catharsis. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with taking this space to talk about what's going on right now. And this, you know, it's like this is on theme that the, you know, the season 12 finale, we, we were like, yeah, Jada won. Anyway, we have bigger things to talk about. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I kind of feel that way now. I yeah, I'm happy to talk about Drag Race Holland. It's what we're really here to talk about. But I mean, well, we're here to talk about whatever we want. But before we do, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. 
Well, they are listening to 20 minutes of us queen out about Kamala Harris. Uh, but they're also listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag, and the paradigm created with this B2B little TV show. I'm Johnny, and we did it. We did it, Joe. And I'm Colin, and you're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this slurring in it. Oh, there's like You're going to be the next president of the United yeah. States. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna be the next, and there's this nasal quality that comes yeah. in. You're going to be the next president of the United States. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yes. All right, keep going. It's, yeah. <laughs> and we are, of course... Completing our our year of Drag Race recaps with the finale of Drag Race Holland. Yes, yes, it has finally ended. We had this top four that, you know, we're kind of happy is the top four, I remember from last week. Um, and the yeah. Mama, Abby, Abby, oh my God, and then uh, Ms. Janie. Uh, I want our Marys to know that you were texting me about, because we were planning on when we were going to record this episode, and uh, you were like, oh, I saw a spoiler on Twitter, you know, so I'm not really that surprised. And I wrote back, like, just a little gag. I wrote, I know, I know. I mean, uh, it's so well-deserved for Janie, but it'll be interesting to talk about why they chose Janie. And then you wrote back, Janie Janie won? (laughs) (laughs) Janie? Because I saw on Twitter, Room had posted like the next day. It was it was like uh, Envy Peru's curtains this morning, and it was like these pink curtains with these you know big gold eyelets that looked basically mm. like that dress. And I was like, oh, okay, so Envy won, which was fine and it was what I expected. <laughs> it's so shady too. I know, I know. <laughs> I, love I mean, it. like not inaccurate. And Ugh. so, but then yeah, uh, I so I just kind of assumed, oh, Envy won. Uh, and watching the actual finale and kind of, you know, thinking, well, could they have crowned Janie? No. I mean, no, it was no. it was very obvious that of the four that they had, that, you know, it, of the Goldilocks of too hot, too cold, you know, too big, too small, Envy Peru was the just right queen, you know? <laughs> That's a great take. I, you know, it's interesting because if we talk about, like, their looks, because I'm sorry, Mary, here's... I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the, the the meta of this all, but they had a final challenge where they had to lip sync to a RuPaul medley and dance, and had literal hours, and you could tell that it was just put together in only a few hours. That is not to discount the talents of these queens or of what uh, Gerald and Frank. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's not that they're not talented, but what I thought was kind of a little disappointing was you had the finale episode and you only gave us a few hours for the quote-unquote challenge. I think that's a disservice to the queens. Like, why even have this be a part of the challenge? Sure, do it, you know, as kind of like part of it, but then maybe, you know, have them be judged on something else, like, you know, the ball episode. Like, maybe make this the ball episode. Because I just, I it how can you judge this? You couldn't. Yeah, when I think also the fact that they there wasn't like them doing their own lyrics, there wasn't right. I, you know the podcast segments were, I think a little more abbreviated. I think, you know, other seasons of Drag Race they may have had limited time to do choreography, maybe not as as limited, <clears throat> but at least there were multiple things to be judging them on. Whereas this, I mean, it it really did just kind of come down to this choreography that, you know, it was yeah, I, it was surprisingly 
sort of basic in terms of the actual moves that were being choreographed, I, I kept thinking, you know, that song, the best part of that song, and any time they've had a lip sync to the song, I feel like the Queens have really maximized this, is that, like, pump and bump it part. Yeah, you, right. It, it, like, that's where the song just, like, takes off its earrings and just mm-hmm, Dina Ritz across mm-hmm. the stage. Mm-hmm. And instead, they were all just kind of, like, slow-moving pistons, like, while that was mm-hmm. happening, going up and mm-hmm. down. I think they were all, yes. like, like... Uh, going down at the same time on that. I was like, no, this is the pump and bump it part. You're supposed to pump and bump it. I don't even know what that means. But whatever you're doing, you're not doing that. What am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) Finger and nose. Um, And so I, that's really where I was like, like this, that, that's really like where the balloon deflated for me was like the moment that when I think of that moment, because they lip sync to the song in the end of season one of Drag Race, I think of, uh, BB and and Nina mm. lip sync to this, and when that part of the song hits, they're voguing, they're going, it, it, they're, it's it's where they bring out all the moves. And I thought, yeah. come on, like RuPaul gives you this. She's like, this is the part of the song where you do all your moves. Yeah. I'm a drag yeah. queen. No, I know yeah, this. She knows. Yeah. She knows. Her and her producer knew. Yeah. You know, my my critique of this challenge, and I know this is it's it's my opinion, um, but. It, and again, I don't want to discount the work that they did in just a few hours, but this performance looked like a rehearsal. There just wasn't a lot of energy behind it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I love Mama, but the look of terror in her eyes, uh-huh. I was like, same girl, same. That's, yeah. I, 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 I only deeply felt identified. For them. Yeah. I only felt for them. I, I wasn't even, at this point, felt comfortable even critiquing them. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I, I think it was very clear that it was like, we're going to figure this out in three hours and, you know, we'll see what happens. And I mean, I don't know. It's also the kind of thing where at this point in the competition, I'm not looking at anything that's happening in this final challenge as like a determining factor of who's going to win, you know? You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. So you don't watch with the same critical eye, you know? Right, right. And maybe they knew that when they were planning this episode because, you know, then the only other thing to judge them on is their runway looks which you know i think that they did i think the judges did uh and you know i thought they all looked really beautiful um yeah you know yeah i thought i thought they were all like four you know very interesting choices you know i i uh i mean i couldn't help but feel like the four of them were great but i reacted the most to chelsea boy you know oh interesting just like and how exciting and how different it was i was like ah Look, one of your hands, you're like Mega Man. I mean, that was <laughs> like, how do you not, how do you not, you know, push your hair back with your hand holding your headphones to that? You know what I mean? Like that's... Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I hear you. I think what spoke to me the most was actually uh, Patty Pam Pam. Uh, it just reminded me of like Met Gala camp. And I yeah. was like, that's mm-hmm. what you, you could wear that. You could wear the leopard dress with the lips on the stomach. And mm-hmm. it's like, that is camp. I, I, I really appreciated kind of the subtlety of it but and the elegance, but it was still very much a drag dress. I thought Rune looked great. I loved like the chrome on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I was more distracted during this whole segment, not by what they were wearing, because I thought they all looked great. But Mary, this was pathetic. This clapping and cheering. Like okay. When, when Megan Scombrown, Scombrown came out 
And you heard him go, look at her. Wow. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was like, take a note from Thailand. This is not how you approximate, you know, a, a, a runway experience. Like it was, oh, it was so sad where it was oh. like, oh, yeah. No, look at that. Oh, she's got a dress on. Hey. <laughs> it was so it was kind of like an edit that Lee Dawson would do in a video of just kind of like when someone's dancing you just hear the streaking of their shoes against the floor and no music <laughs> that's what like I think he's done that with the Coco uh, Montrese dance in All Stars 2 where it's sure. just the sound of her shoes <laughs> and that's what I was getting with this runway um, uh, I mean completely The it's interesting why just 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 mute his mic just don't have that sound and have the music and them coming out because obviously you know this was filmed during quarantine and you know there weren't that many people on set but i'd rather hear nothing than like six people clapping uh yeah just edit it and make it more montagey and add music and and other seasons have done that you know like we've seen it when they do you know, if they've had uh, episodes where the runway is kind of just like an abbreviated montage versus like mm -hmm. a long played out full of puns one, it's yeah, it moves pretty quick. But there's none of this like, oh, next up is Megan. Uh, hey, that's look at her. Wow. Megan. Wow. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, it was uh, that it's was interesting. A it's interesting because they could have trimmed some other parts of this episode and then made this an actual segment where we hear the puns and the jokes from the judges as they're walking down the runway but they just didn't do that for mm -hmm. these six queens instead you know we saw an extended rehearsal with gerald and frank we saw you know the podcast stuff like i get all of that i get why you want to feature the top four but if you're gonna just feature the top four then yeah you have them walking down the runway and you don't need to keep the mics on in the room yeah yeah it was it was you know a, a bit of a a clunker moment i mean i also feel like it would have been maybe interesting because i'm assuming they're not going to do a, a reunion uh to we kind of got one right when at the start of the episode right but Fred maybe the, yeah maybe they could have put a little more time into that and you know i don't know maybe that just didn't offer up any conflicts or conversation but mm. uh it would have been maybe nice to hear i liked hearing for example them saying oh when did you go home oh wow like i kind of liked that you know like setergine not knowing when someone after you know you know what yeah. mean like things like that like i thought that was interesting um yeah being surprised at chelsea boy right yeah yeah exactly i kind of liked that uh i also you know uh, I liked seeing all of the eliminated queens again. I loved Setergine got my memo and only buttoned two buttons of his shirt. Uh, <laughs> I just I was like, oh, there it is. like you you look like a guy who works at a pizza place. That I just want to just break me in two behind oh the dumpster out back. Oh you know, God. I've had many a crush on the men at the local pizza places in Brooklyn. Oh, for sure. it's just like. With the with the pizza flower still on your hands, uh, I'll take gosh. it. You know what I mean. And the apron. Oh my the god. The apron. Oh, the stained apron. Yeah. No, I don't change a thing. Yeah. Jesus. Well, let's keep talking about this episode, but we have to take a quick little break, and when we come back, we'll continue. Mm. Hey, Marys. Let's talk about therapy for a minute. I could honestly talk about therapy all day. 
Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist. Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist. Or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week. Especially now, when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp, and that's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. You don't need to leave the couch! And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions. Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime and expect a timely and thoughtful response. And if you want to change counselors for any reason, it's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. So, Mary, your favorite Sana Wallace is back. Oh, God. Oh, that was the other big reaction I had this episode was, was when she came back. She is. Okay, I'm glad you brought her up because I am unabashed in saying that she is in my bottom tier of like least favorite judges ever on Drag Race. I am never happy to see her. I am convinced. <laughs> All of her takes are dumb. She doesn't get it. She and Jeffrey Moran can can get a ride home together. <laughs> you know, what's so, it was so awkward and so uncomfortable. And maybe it's, you know, I don't know, Netherlands humor, but what was the whole bit of like, so are you excited to be here? Yes. Did you have a good day? Mm-hmm. I was like, this, cut this. I know. Cut it cut or, this. or retake it. Yeah. Well, and then it was like, oh, you know, you're, you know, you, you do cabaret. That's kind of like drag, right? No. And I was like, I can't tell if this is a joke or this is just another bad take from Sana, you know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, like just didn't know what to do. And isn't she supposed to be this huge drag super fan? Like, I just, I didn't get it. Yeah, she. I don't know what it is about her that I, I, I just, it's like I now understand the rage that people felt towards Jennifer Bowers Chapman. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I would never come for Sana on Twitter, but it's just like, and I'm kidding, but like I, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's like every time they'd cut to her, I was like, oh God, what's she going to say? What's she going to yeah. say that's just like off the mark, you know? Yeah, you just kind of like tense up a little bit. Yes. But, uh, but luckily she wasn't in this episode uh, nearly as much as I think she has been in the past. Uh, we got more Nikki. I appreciated Nikki in the podcast segment. She wasn't as drunk. She seemed very soft. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. I I thought that that was kind of a sweet uh, interaction with her and Fred and the Queens. Um, I think my favorite part was when they were talking to Mama, obviously. Oh, yeah. Mama addressing her as a human being and that being on this show. Because, I mean, let's face it. If you go back and watch Drag Race Holland, God love you, um, focus on Mama. Because Mama's story... And, and and how they kind of portray themselves in and out of drag 
is important. That's, I think, one of the this season's biggest accomplishments, I think, was Mama Queen and, and giving a platform to Mama Queen. And, I mean, just that answer of, like, how how do you want to be addressed? Or, and she's like, as a human being, you know? Right. And, I, and, and that idea of people saying, like, oh, people think I'm on this quest to find my identity. And it's like, I don't feel that way at all. I think, in fact, so many other people are kind of locked in to one identity. And I'm, I'm on this you know, I have this free open space to kind of be what I am. And I just, mm -hmm. I think there was a lot about that. I was like, this is, you know, we may have had our, our shortcomings about Drag Race Holland, but like, I, I, I think the narrative of Mama Queen and how she was received and what she kind of represented, I think was, I, I, I loved seeing it on some version of Drag Race, and I'd love to see more of this kind of voice on, like, RuPaul's Drag Race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, completely. And, you know, I think Gigi Good started to do that, obviously talking about her, uh, you know, gender journey and things. And, you know, Gia Gunn sort of started, but it was so sensationalized in All Stars 4. Not her gender, but just the, the, the platform itself is all about drama and whatnot. Um, I think with Mama, what I loved is what she said to her younger self. This I, and I just thought it was so mm. beautiful. The girl you feel inside is not a girl. It's your future self. And I, I just think that is so, so beautiful and something that I can even take away from, you know? Yeah, this was... In what context were we talking about this of, like, wanting to be who you needed at a younger age. Was this, a, mm. were we talking about this in reference to Drag Race Holland or something else? Probably. Where like, yeah, yeah, where like is when you get older, you you kind of want to be what, you know, the person you needed at that younger age. And I, mm. I love that she kind of like made that through line of that that person you feel inside that, you know, who you can't quite understand is exists, is real, is me, is the adult. Like I, um, yeah, I just think there was something about Mama Queen that, by the end, I was like, I think she's the most interesting narrative on the show. Yeah. And you know what I also love about her finale look in, I guess, in accordance with what you're saying is I thought this look was really confusing. And you, I was looking at it, really trying to understand it. And then it just, after a little bit, I was like, oh, I get it. She's a painting. She's a painting, and I can interpret this. It's made of feathers. There's this kind of like green Medusa moment going on behind her. It's it's a lot, and it's actually not a lot. It's actually this, this beautiful painting that I'm impressed by. And it was weird, and it was odd, and everything in between all of that. So I, I just kind of like, this totally worked for me for Mama Queen. And I, I found it just kind of interesting that they were, that her main critique was, it doesn't matter what you wear, you're beautiful. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> yeah. But then I also felt like Nikki Plesson, she was almost talking about Mama Queen the way we talk about a pizza queen, where she was like, when Mama Queen comes out, I don't really even see the look. I just see Mama Queen. Like she was kind mm. of saying, like, it, it's not so much to me, does the look work? Is it fashionable? Is it pretty? Do I like it? That doesn't really matter. It's more that Mama Queen comes out fully herself, and I see that, and I don't really judge whether the look is quote quote unquote good or not. And I was like, well, Nikki, that's kind of what a pizza queen is. Uh, and so, and, and I mean, is she the surprise pizza queen of the season, Mary? Well, I mean, I think that you know, obviously, I I stood by pizza queen Setter Jean all season, <laughs> and then the cheese slid off the pizza. 
uh, in that that terrible look. Yes, that's right. You know, I'm. I I wouldn't say that I had the Pizza Queen journey with Mama Queen because the Pizza Queen is about a journey, not a destination. It's about how you felt all season. Mm-hmm. But I do love that feeling of like Mama Queen was kind of like that surprisingly good pizza in a place you wouldn't expect there to be good pizza kind of situation. Right. Like, oh, I'd order this again. This yeah. Is great. Like, yeah. oh, you wouldn't believe if this place actually has great pizza. <laughs> like, it's like really. Yeah, no, you. It, it doesn't seem like it from the outside, but great pizza, and that's kind of what it ended up happening. Whereas mm. Cedergine was like, "Oh yeah, like it, every yeah, this is a great pizza." And then one day you go and you're like, "What happened to the great pizza? What happened to the yeah. hot pizza guy who was right. making me pizza? Right. What is this? Um, right. <laughs> what about this? What about this? Uh, yeah, I just you know, and then re- being reminded that Mama makes all of her own clothes." Yeah, it's that's homemade another, pizza. Yeah. It's homemade pizza. It's I, that is that is royal, and I love that they kind of like looked at the other three. Yeah, well, you know, I think Mama Queen knows she didn't win the season, but in terms of the the send off that she got, the reception that she got, like the the feedback that she ultimately got of like, you know, I love like when RuPaul just says to a queen like, "I love you," and I mm-hmm. like that. That was kind of the feedback Mama got was like you are amazing i love you did you win this competition who cares you're right you're a fucking queen and i think that was what i took away was like mama you're bigger than this and like (laughs) you don't even want that dress you know she's much taller than that dress yeah exactly like it would look ridiculous (laughs) yeah and envy turned it into curtains apparently exactly Uh... (laughs) so I'm just glad that someone figured out something to do with that dress. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, interesting. I do want to talk about Janie's look. Um, Janie, I was very disappointed when she first came out, but I, I was surprised and happy that her interpretation of her look was so so thoughtful. Um, mm-hmm. The idea of like, well, you know, my drag mother is an old school drag queen and you know that that type of drag is missing in these younger girls me myself included so she's basically adding it in the wings essentially uh into her drag as an homage which i thought was really thoughtful because when she first came out mary i was like you have a bodysuit on mary yeah <laughs> and and what's that hair about and you know and it's i i liked I like the context of like, oh, this this is supposed to be thirty years old. This is supposed right. to look like the nineties. Like, once I had that it's narrative, nineties, so oh, I was like, oh, gorgeous. I love that. I love the nineties yeah. here. And I, you know, I I hate that I'm giving this to Sana, who you know, obviously we all know is my least favorite track race judge ever. <laughs> uh, but she made an interesting point in uh, in kind of saying, oh, what, now I've forgotten it. What was Sana's point? Where uh, oh, I found it. She said, you know, the thing about Janie is like there doesn't when you see her on stage, it does feel like what you see is what you get. And there isn't an inner life there or an inner narrative there, which I think, you know, the opposite of that is Chelsea Boy. Right. Whereas you mm-hmm. see Chelsea Boy on stage and there's this full ripped open. Yeah. yeah. Inner life underneath the look. Whereas Janie, it's like, no, th- this is the look. And I I thought that even though she was doing a look with a story or a look with a narrative or something, quote unquote, editorial, Janie doesn't read to, as a as a queen with an editorial point of view, and so mm. it is fair to n- knock some points off of like, oh, if you have to tell me you're doing this on purpose, then it's not working. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. 
that's fair. It's a fair critique. But, you know, it's also my ignorance for not recognizing that that is a couture huge wingspan, right? That's 30 years old, right? Yeah. I mean, it's still like, is it a cool look? Is it like, is it drag? Is it, is it well put together? Like all, of course it, it looks, she looks great. It's incredible transformation. Mm -hmm. Does it excite me the same way Chelsea boys, Mega Man does? No. Right. Right. But that's just, that's my taste in drag. Uh, I mean, and does it even excite me in Envy Peru? I mean, Envy came out, she was so, so impeccable the what was so interesting is that she came out after Abby oh my god and Abby oh my god was wearing you know basically all black Envy comes out wearing this Didavantis black but she had these gold accents yeah which is the you can tell that it's someone with more of an aesthetic eye that created this look that that knew what to do of like oh this actually needs some accents so that the eye knows where to go this was brilliant she had a reveal I thought it was so smart. Yeah, I thought she looked great. I think, um, <clears throat> you know, it was it. At this point, it was like I mean, obviously, I knew Envy was going to win, but <clears throat> even watching it, it was like this is all impeccable drag. Like she's done great all season. She's looked great every runway. She looks great tonight. She did well in the challenge. Like there was really there was nothing to question. There was no, nothing to like nitpick. Uh, mm. And yeah, I mean, I think with Abby. It just seemed to me like Abby, the the drag was wearing her more than she was wearing the drag. And I think with Envy Peru, it's totally the opposite. I think, you know, Envy wears the drag. And, yes, yes. Um, right. Abby looked like she was putting on class, whereas yes. Envy came out and it's like, oh, this is Envy's drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think uh, it, it was very clear to everyone from the start, you know, that... Abby was there because Abby was still in the race, but like Abby was not a contender for the crown at this point, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. even as, as like, she looked good, but it was like, it was everything Fred said of like, do I think she could win the season? No. Do I think she could win season two? Yeah, probably. (laughs) And I thought that was a fair point, you know? All right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's over, Mary. We, we finished Drag Race Holland, Envy Peru, in the shocking twist of events. I just one. <laughs> couldn't believe it. I just... Uh, <laughs> number one in the ratings? Number, I could not yeah. believe it. <laughs> right. Well, guess what, Envy? Um, <laughs> you win. You won. Yeah, um, you did you it, did it Envy. Envy. You're the, you're the next Dutch Drag Superstar. <laughs> Drag Race Holland. Drag Race Holland. Uh. <laughs> you did it. You did it, Envy. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm glad that, you know, for us on All Right, Mary, you and me, Colin, um, and all of our listeners that you know stuck with us, uh, we did four seasons of Drag Race in one season of All Right, Mary. Not to be confused with four seasons total landscaping. Oh, uh, shit, <laughs> Mary. Oh, topical humor. Topical humor. <laughs> like, side note, will be one of my favorite nuances of this whole fucking debacle was the four seasons total landscaping press conference. Right. I will never four get over that. total landscaping. Total yeah. landscaping. Um yeah, we did four seasons. We did four seasons in a year. What are we, the Northeast? We covered oh, drag from season 12 to All-Stars 5 to Canada to Holland. We did a, a, a micro season of Dragula Resurrection. Mm. 
Yeah, that's coming out in a couple weeks for yeah. uh, our free skate Marys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I we, we did it. We did it, Colin. I I, I it's interesting because it's like okay, we can just kind of leave this format for at least a month or however long. We could just kind mm. of cleanse a little bit um, and come back kind of renewed and refreshed, which kind of reminds me of how I felt yesterday, where it's like, obviously this, it's, you know, if I'm going to be the the cynic, this the election results all week were kind of mortifying, where it's like, shit, it's close. I know. And and it's not that even I live in a bubble and I didn't think it was going to be close. It was just corroborating, oh, right, people really, there are people in this country that really just don't think like me or that don't see the way things I do because of either social media or because of their religion or because of whatever. And I, I it, it was just a wake-up call. And so as much as, you know, Saturday was a catharsis, right, there's also like, oh, well, there's still work ahead. And I feel like that with Drag Race Holland. It's like, well, there's still more episodes <laughs> to yeah. do in the future. And there's still seasons of Drag Race. Like, I think we we haven't done season eight yet, right? Um, <laughs> season eight. It's like, you know, Biden's got to tackle coronavirus and we got to tackle season eight. You know, we yeah. get it. We get yeah. it, Joe. We get it. <laughs> we get it. We get it, Joe. We get it. We get it, Joe. Um, I... I don't, you know, I, but at the same time, yesterday I felt the, the release, um, I, I kind of reconnected with kind of the loss that I've been feeling over the past three and a half so years, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it was, yeah, there were a lot of tears shed, and I'm, it's not because I'm this, you know, weak person, um, I am a weak person in the sense of, like, uh, emotions. Um, you know, I'll cry at the, you know, the drop of a dime. I cried when I saw a picture of Major Biden. I did. Oh, Major Biden. Oh, what a goose. What a goose. I I mean, I think it's, yes, I think for a lot of people, it's it's been so much wound up tension that it takes a while for it to start to unwind, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I first, and it, it's funny, I don't, I don't think she's listening, but you know, a friend of the podcast, Amanda Kaczynski basically confirmed it for me that Biden won because she sent us the video of, of her pets freaking out oh, when I Pennsylvania was called. And I was like, yeah. and so I saw that and I was like, wait a minute, what, what? And then I went on Twitter and I saw, you know, the, the new updates and, and it was just this bizarre, like, I like, it was like, oh, thank God. And it was like the relief and then like started to cry and then like couldn't even cry. I was like, I'm not even there yet. I no, I'm not there yet. I, yeah. I can't even process this enough to to cry about it. Like I, I can't even grasp this right now. And it's just like these waves of realizations, you know, it's like realizing right. things like fuck off Betsy DeVos, you know, it's stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's so huge. You know, it's, so it's huge. things like that. This isn't just about him. It's fuck off Bill Barr. Like it's, it, it's all of that stuff that like realizing that all of that's going to be over soon, you know? Right. I mean, there was, it's, it was interesting because I watched the speeches that were aired that night and I mean, we got complete sentences. We got, you know, hopeful words we mm-hmm. got kind of unifying ideas I, I i'm not a bible person and i know that you know when that it triggers people when catholics or christians speak about their faith but like 
Mary, you just got to learn how to interpret and like listen to somebody and hear their words and then interpret what works best for you. Like you really just have to build up some tolerance against somebody who has faith, right? So like when he was talking about all the Bible verses and on eagle's wings, like you have to just listen to what the ideas are that he's promoting here because it's not that he's pushing his faith on you. He's telling you how he is interpreting his faith and then asking you to interpret it your own way. And so one of the moment the moment that I actually like lost it, like lost it, lost it for the first time all day was when he was quoting turn, turn, turn. And he's he started saying it's a time for this, it's a time for this. And then he ended on it's a time to heal. And I just lost it. Because mm. that's that's what I need to do right now. Yeah. Oh, and that song. Oh, that song is. I remember that song from Catholic school. I used to sing that in church. Um, that song kills me. It yeah. digs so deep into me, you know. Yeah. And I'm not a. I'm not a, a, a. You know, churchy person, and I don't care that it's you know based on you know biblical text. It it digs deep into me. Yeah, and when I and I think it's it's that context thing. Like I think it it's it's more these ideas. Like you can you can glean something from a from a religious song that has nothing to do with then going to that that church every Sunday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, you know there's a big difference between certain Christian beliefs and certain awful Christ, people who call themselves Christians who follow those beliefs. You know what I mean? Like there's a big right. difference because like, obviously I went to Catholic school. I'm familiar with a lot of these teachings. A lot of them make sense, you know, like some of them are real basic ones. Like you should treat others how you want to be treated. Like there's a lot there. There's a lot about Jesus that seems like he'd be totally cool with the gays. So you kind of <laughs> I love like the gays. Yeah. <laughs> Like, all signs point to Jesus being like, whatever, like, all good with me, bro. So, like, that's the stuff I think you have to, like, sort of remember and not, like, the people who abuse those beliefs. But I I, I think that it's also, yeah, beyond the biblical stuff or the religious beliefs, it's just somebody who, yeah, who is saying, like, you could read the transcript of his speech and be like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This isn't word salad. Uh, right, right. Is, there were there, yeah. There was like this. There was this sigh, this mm-hmm. sigh of kind of relief that, like, okay, we're we're gonna get to hear complete sentences. We're gonna get to hear vitriol that is not vitriolic, right? We're gonna be able to hear kind of unifying ideas, not something. I mean, when he and I also started crying when he said era of oh shit, I want to oh demonization. And that's on both sides, right? And I I just loved him even acknowledging that. Him acknowledging people with disabilities and uh, gay people and transgender people and, and talking, just saying those things in a positive format. It was, it was so needed. And I know that there are people that are cynical about this presidency or this future presidency, and that's fine for sure. But let's just take a moment to to just release a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sure. What was he my first choice? No, but when Kanye it came, was right. Kanye was obviously. <laughs> I don't even know who he'd have as his running mate. I guess it was going to be Elon Musk. I mean, <laughs> imagine second lady Grimes. You know, like oh my god, that would actually okay. Go ahead. That'd be kind of amazing. I kind of regret now. Megan the Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> Megan the vice president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some hoes in this house, you know? I mean, like, it's... 
W A V P. Oh, Mary. Yeah. So I, uh, but like, obviously, when it came down to it, do I want four more years of what we've been through, or do I want an opportunity to move things in a different direction? Obviously, like. I'm going to vote for the different direction because I don't know what the fuck would happen to this country if we had four more years of this where the guy doesn't even have to worry about being reelected. Like, I can't even imagine. It's bad enough that he's going to be the president as we go into what seems to be another, you know, surge of the coronavirus into the winter. Like, it's bad enough that he still has any time left as our president, you know, when, like, it's total senioritis at this point for someone who never put any effort in, you know? Crazy, right? <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm scratching my fingernail, pushing back my hair. Uh, well, it has been a journey, and we're certainly going to have more of a journey here on All Right, Mary. Um, and I, you know, we'll see how it goes. I did need this. I did need this kind of momentum shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. And, uh, you know, we're going to figure this out. But for anyone who's an only Mary, who's listened to a recent only Mary's episode, we've certainly started to have conversations about what are we doing next? And we don't know what yet. What are you doing here, Jeff? What yeah. are we doing here, Jeff? And and I think, um, yeah, I think just having our own season of change. We're not going anywhere. But, you know, maybe it's maybe it's time to, you know, I don't know bring in a metaphorical major and champ into the all right mary white house i don't even know what this mm. metaphor means it just means it's time for a change to everything turn 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 <laughs> our last chance lip sync this week <laughs> well uh before we talk about that let's uh end our episode mary's if you have any thoughts on drag race holland or that eight-second clip of Kamala Harris uh, talking to Joe Biden on the phone. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRightMary. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso or on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1. And, of course, you can hear more of me on my podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And, of course, you can get more of both of us, including a bonus episode every single week, uh, at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well, do you want to introduce our last chance lip sync, which I think is... As you said, very fitting. Uh, and big shout out to a certain someone. Yes. Uh, so uh, we obviously have been spending this whole season, well, some of the season, having last ch- Dutch last, last chance lip syncs. But I think in honor of this new chapter, in honor of this greater national reason for celebration, in honor of Kylie Minogue's new album coming out, and a Mary who pointed out that there was a song clearly made just for us Marys, uh, which you'll know exactly why when you hear it, because it's called Celebrate You, and she's talking to you, Mary. Like, literally, she's talking to you, Mary. It's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kylie, are you out there? Are you listening? <laughs> How, why? All right, Kylie. All right, all right, Kylie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, McKine, you done it again. <laughs> oh. Oh, Minogue. <laughs> Minogue. Oh, Minogue. 
You've done it again. Well, I think we're done, uh, but we will see you very, very soon, Marys. We heart you. Thanks for going on this very, very, very long, wonderful, drag-filled ride with us this year. We're going to take just a little break from the Drag Race, you know, uh, thing, uh, the, the format right now, you know, because, yeah. uh, well, at least until things are announced, but, uh, you know, and we'll decide what goes on then. But um, thank you. Uh, this was a, a wild ride. Celebrate you, Mary. Tatsines. <laughs> Yes, just that.